From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. It's always awkward when you're out at a live sporting event doing a radio show like we are here today at the ballpark at the Palm Beaches, and it's national anthem time. Yep. So uh, let me pull back the old curtain here and uh, bring you behind the scenes. Uh, I, in a very professional manner, panicked super hardcore during the last segment because all of a sudden I saw people start to stand and remove their hats and it was anthem time and if there's one thing that is not received very well it is railing on the Patriots NFL teams and talking about how good Hispanic baseball chests look in the World Baseball Classic while the stars and stripes are being celebrated at the old ball yard. Yeah, uh, Kenny, kind of looked like what my dog looks like when I'm walking him and a car starts its Camaro engine uh-huh. when he doesn't expect it. Uh-huh. He just kind of crashes to the ground real quick and just covers, uh, takes cover for dear life. When you heard, when you saw everyone stand oh up, and God. that's kind of the key for, oh, anthem's coming away. Y- you don't mess with the flag. Uh, it hit you hard. Yeah, so I, uh, I panicked and in a very professional way, quickly went to break yeah. uh, because... It's America first and foremost. So uh, you aspiring broadcast professionals, don't do what I did coming out of, uh, of, uh, of the last break. Don't panic at the anthem. Ken LaVica live here on ESPN 106.3. I definitely choked. I choked hard in that spot. Um, uh, you know, choking, throat, throat. Ear, nose, throat, Dr. Neil Goldhaber, uh-huh. goldhabersinus.com. Dr. Neil Goldhaber is the man. He is a professional. That man doesn't panic. He knows what he's doing. It's second nature for him to take care of your ear problems, your nose issues, your throat issues. You snore, bad snoring. Let me tell you something about snoring real quick. It's not just this fun little cute thing like, ah, oh, you were snoring. You must have been sound asleep. No, chances are if you were snoring, it was terrible sleep. You need sleep to be healthy. You need sleep for your body to function correctly. Snoring doesn't help that. In fact, it puts you in a very, very tough position to allow your body to to, to operate at its maximum capacity. If you're not breathing correctly, it ruins your sleep cycles. It affects other people in your house. And Dr. Neil Goldhaber, yeah. He has some potential fixes for that. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. He's been doing it for decades based out of Boynton Beach. That man, that man loves sports talk more than I do. You go in, there's a good chance he's going to want to talk sports with you. You're going to get your own private radio show while you get your ear, nose, and throat issues worked out as well. He's the man. It's as simple as that. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com, goldhabersinus.com. That's Dr. Neil Goldhaber. We have been putting together Selection Monday, a bracket of what piqued your sports interest most over the weekend. And we continue to take your introductions to the bracket. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, Selection Monday here on ESPN 106.3. Brandon, he tweets in at KLV 106.3. A piece of chocolate cake I had. It wasn't too rich, and it didn't have that gross whipped cream type frosting. Plus, I'm also a sucker for shaved chocolate pieces in cake or pie as well. Well, we can put that as the four seed. Okay, Brandon's cake. Brandon's chocolate cake, number four in the East Region. Selection Monday here on Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. 
Fair enough. Yeah. I agree with him, too. Uh, chocolate cake that's too rich is very difficult. Very difficult for me to stomach. And so much so, and I think the richness typically comes from the frosting, that I'll eat the cake part, and I'll scoop the frosting part off the top of the chocolate cake. Oh, that's kind of weird. Really? You scrape, You don't want the frosting on I, the cake? The, the best part about the chocolate cake is chocolate cake. It's the cake. It's the cake. Uh, Not the frosting, but the cake. No. The chocolate pieces I'll eat. That's fine. But your uh, my kids love frosting and leave the cake, and it drives me crazy. You to lick like a cupcake and just lick it off top and just have these muffins sitting around. Yeah, they'll, yeah, they, that's, a, well, that's yeah. exactly what they do, and it drives me crazy because <laughs> I'd much rather wipe off the, the frosting part of a cupcake and eat the cake part. And nobody likes... Vanilla cake or white cake. See, I'm a big chocolate as or red velvet or nothing. As it's intended is how I preach how what I think is normal, what's weird. Like people, have you ever met someone who just licks the cream off an Oreo and leaves the cookies like sitting in the tray on the other side as if it's pistachio crumbs? You ever seen that? No. People do that, dude. Weird. Yeah, that's the same thing as eating the frosting off the cupcake and in reverse, just eating well, the well, cupcake. And leaving the frosting. Very important question. What's better on a cake? The cake or the frosting? What's better, the cake or the frosting? I'll take cake all day. Frosting can go to hell. I'm going to say it. There is nothing desirable about frosting unless it's a cream cheese base. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, cream, cream cheese, cheese yeah. base frosting, that's the way to go. Anything other than that? Uh-uh. Cake or frosting? What's the best part of cake? The cake or the frosting? I say cake. And uh, Christian says, frosting. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. The better part of a cake. The cake or the frosting. Because Thanks, I am all out on frosting. All out on frosting. I could not care less about frosting. 888-760-3776. Uh, Tony, he tweets in, angel cake is fire. That is true. What's that? Uh, angel cake is it's it's white, but it has like the little colorful pieces in it, like little colorful blue, like red, confetti? green. It's like a confetti cake. Okay. Right. It, it, I enough. think I think confetti cake and angel cake are the same thing, actually. Okay. Uh, shortcake also very good. Strawberry shortcake, shortcake, whipped cream, strawberries. All right, now we're talking. That's good, but again, no stupid frosting. You have a fruit topping and you have whipped cream involved in the in the mix. By the way, whipped cream. The stuff you buy out of a store, chances are pretty low in calories. Whipped cream, good dessert thing, because low in calories. Sure, there's the sugar, but low in calories. Straight to the mouth with it? Yeah, yeah, yes. I have at times gone straight to the mouth with the whipped cream out of the uh, out of the can. Filled there's cheap. no shame to be had in that either. Beautiful. And a little bit of an underrated approach to whipped cream. If you put some in a bowl and put it in the freezer, sort of a delectable frozen treat. Ooh, there's something close it to that I've done. Uh, when I was a kid, we would take two chocolate graham crackers uh -huh. and make a sandwich with Cool Whip and then put that in the freezer, wrap it in tinfoil. And I did that mm. when I was like three years old, so all the way up until now. I'm intrigued, actually. It's, I think it might be just uh, poverty dessert, honestly, and it was delicious. <laughs> Have you ever had poverty dessert? Two graham crackers with frozen whipped cream in the middle. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. So our number one seed in the East Bracket Selection Monday here on Ken Levick Alive is Jalen Ramsey, Miami Dolphin. That's just awesome. It is That's awesome. just awesome. The number two seed is if the Jets get Aaron Rodgers, 
New England Patriots, far and away the worst team in the AFC East in the words of Christian Catton, and I agree with that wholeheartedly. Three seed in the East region selected Monday here on ESPN 106.3. Hispanic baseball players in the World Baseball Classic leaving the top three buttons unbuttoned on their uniform. I'm all in on that. Oh, That's a good thing. Three, four, I think they have one button on the bottom, and then they tuck it in there. Everything else is unbuttoned. <laughs> it's just completely open. You, you don't see the country's name on the uniform. You just see their undershirt. Yep. Beautiful. And number four is Brandon's Chocolate Cake. 888-760-3776. What piqued your interest this weekend? What piqued your interest this weekend? 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. All right. So we'll continue to uh, to take your nominations in our bracket. Um, uh, but I want to talk about Chris Greer for a second, since Jalen Ramsey is our number one, our number one pick here in the East Region Selection Monday here on Ken Levicka Live. Yesterday I tweeted, Chris Greer is elite. The Dolphins GM. All it takes to get Jalen Ramsey is a third-round pick and backup tight end Hunter Long, who had two, count him two, count him two, count him two catches in two years with the Miami Dolphins. Two catches in two years. And the Dolphins get Jalen freaking Ramsey, who is a top 10 cover corner. Some would say a top five cover corner still in the NFL, win healthy, and pair him with Xavier Howard in the Dolphins secondary. No matter how you slice it, cake reference, no matter how you slice it, It's an exceptional job by Chris Greer, and it continues to show the Dolphins going for it. And Chris Greer able to work within the confines that were presented to him when Stephen Ross lost the Dolphins their remaining first-round pick this season. And you you juxtapose it right now with what's been happening with the Heat that are just endlessly frustrating, can't get out of their own way. That loss to the Magic was horrific. There have been so many horrific losses this year. And the Heat were in on KD. Nothing. The Heat were in on Kyrie. Nothing. The Heat have been in on countless big names, haven't been able to come up with them, haven't been able to go and get pieces that can legitimately help them this season. And I'm not going to sit here and overly bag on Pat Riley and and say he's washed and wake up, Pat, and all the things that uh, Heat fans have sort of fallen in on, some bad habits there, because he deserves respect. And the Heat have been far and away the most fun and consistent team to root for here in South Florida forever. But I do think that a guy like Chris Greer, because it's the nature of the Dolphins to make fun of them, to say, oh, same old Dolphins, typical old Dolphins, just shovel dirt on them. Chris Greer has quietly, despite all of that, whether it is making an ambitious trade for Tyreek Hill to pair him with Jalen Waddle, whether it is going to get a head coach to maximize Tua Tungavailoa, whether it is trying to go out and make splashes in free agency every year and now trade for Jalen Ramsey, um, uh, getting creative in drafts, identifying talent like a Cater Co, who is so important to the Dolphins' defense this year. Chris Greer has quietly turned in to South Florida's best general manager. He has quietly turned in to the best executive of all of the pro teams in South Florida, and he deserves credit. And I think Chris Greer is elite. Oh, he's going to win Super Bowls, going to win Super Bowls. Well, as a GM, you can only do so much to put your team in a position to succeed. And I think Chris Greer has done nothing but put his team in a position to succeed. He has been savvy. He has, I mean, he's the one. 
He's the one who dealt Laramie Tunsil to Houston to get all those picks that put everything in motion. Everything that has happened in the last five years with the Dolphins all tracks back to the Laramie Tunsil deal with Houston. He's responsible for that. He's been the one who has acquired the picks. He has made the picks. He has traded. He has acquired in free agency. Chris Greer from the, if you're going to use the, the going for it metric, the going for it approach to judging a GM, there's really nobody in the NFL who's done a better job of it than Chris Greer. So yes, Chris Greer is elite. You got to win Super Bowls. I understand that. Fine. You judge him by that metric, then no, he's not elite. But a GM isn't responsible then for what happens on the field after the fact. How are the guys getting coached up? How are they being maximized? Chris Greer has nothing to do with that. If there's one criticism of Chris Greer, they haven't figured out the offensive line. But even he went out of his way to go get Taron Armstead and help that. And the Dolphins' offensive line was more than formidable before Taron Armstead got hurt late in the year. Chris Greer, I think, is an elite GM. He's certainly the best GM down here right now, current day. And I think he's an elite GM. I think he's an elite GM, and I don't think just like a player shouldn't be judged solely by ring count, a coach shouldn't be judged solely by ring count, Chris Greer shouldn't be judged solely by ring count. He's an elite general manager, an elite general manager, and I refuse to come off of that. I'm getting pushback on that, though, uh, from guys like JMP, our great teammate here at ESPN West Palm. You realize the last time uh, that the Dolphins won a division, he was an area scout. I understand that. I understand that. JMP making a reference to what have they done? What have they done under Chris Greer as GM? No, Chris Greer is elite. That dude goes for it. I, as a Dolphins fan, am happy, happy about Chris Greer being the general manager of the Dolphins. I just am. I like the Jalen Ramsey moves so much when I think about— and it's so cheap. Yeah, it is so cheap. But if Stone was not in his cave right now, he could give a better look on this. But what I imagined is Tyreek Hill— his potential is to be the best wide receiver mm-hmm. in the NFL. I look at Jalen Ramsey, I see his potential to be the best wide receiver in the NFL. I see Jalen Waddle, a number one receiver for more than half the league, and hands down the best number two receiver in the NFL right now. And when you put those two together, not during the regular season where it's a move before the deadline, but they have a whole camp together, I see Ramsey making Waddle and Hill so much better and vice versa. Gain challenge like that all throughout the summer, making them reach their potentials like that. I kind of see that paying dividends more than what you might think on the field. I mean, let's just look at the other team in the AFC East right now that uh, everybody's paying attention to, and that's the Jets. Joe Douglas has been phenomenal drafting young talent to help on both sides of the ball. But what did he miss most notably on? The only position that truly matters. To, to an extent that after one year of Kyle Wilson, one, Zach Wilson, one year of Zach Wilson, just one year, they're ready to, to, to cut him off. Like, think about that. That's such a bad miss. Such a bad miss that you're thinking about mortgaging your future to go get, yes, a, a soon-to-be first ballot Hall of Famer, but the problem is, Soon to be first ballot Hall of Famer, which means he's old and last year was exposed and he's just a pain in the ass. He's doing this thing again, too, that he said he wasn't going to do, and that is hold a team hostage. The Washington Nationals just went deep here in the first inning. Framber Valdez to left field. Uh, but but he's, holding, he's holding the Packers 
hostage. And he said he wasn't going to do it. He's unreliable. He's unreliable. He is erratic. He's all over the place. And Joe Douglas, yeah, he's done a great job as Jets GM. But Chris Greer just went and got Jalen Ramsey to counter Aaron Rodgers and give up a third and a Hunter Long for it. You wouldn't know Hunter Long from the random guy who uh, who who works at a at a racetrack gas station in your neighborhood. You just won't. And the Dolphins, all they had to do was give up him and a third round pick to go get Jalen Ramsey. Meanwhile, Joe Douglas is thinking about he's he's thinking about mortgaging the Jets' future, potentially multiple first round picks to get Aaron Rodgers. And with the Aaron Rodgers thing, what's his big problem right now in Green Bay? All last year, didn't want to work with the young guys and coach him up and make him a part of the system and get him into a winning mode. So he's going to go to a completely different organization across the country. He's moving across the country into a city where, if we're say, if he goes to New York, to a team that is built on the youth movement. So I know maybe grass is greener, change of pace, change of scenery, change of offensive coordinator. That's the only variable you're changing, but you're getting a lot of young guys, a lot of young talent. Yes, Brees Hall should be back, uh, if not the beginning of the season, in the middle of the season. That's your tailback. Garrett Wilson is pretty good. We saw him show flashes of that. They're not two leaps and bounds away from the weapons that he had in Green Bay, even just last year. Not even talking about Devontae Adams. Just last year. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't understand the argument against Chris Greer being an elite GM. Like, I just, I don't. And a couple of years ago, did he have a bad draft? Yeah, he, he did. And uh, everyone's going to pour over the Tua and, and Herbert decision. I understand that. But, again, Chris Greer is the general manager. Then said, hey, youngster, I'm going to go out, and I am going to attempt to maximize you. So here's Mike McDaniel. Uh, he, he has done Every, again, Joe Douglas missed so badly on Zach Wilson, they're trying to go get Aaron Rodgers. And they're really the only team in on Aaron Rodgers. They're basically, they're, they're bargaining against themselves right now for Aaron Rodgers. Chris Greer's not in that situation. Chris Greer's not in this situation. And the Dolphins as a whole, the Dolphins as a whole, I know it's frustrating because Stephen Ross can never get out of his own way. It's really frustrating. And he screwed up by even... If he was joking about tanking in 2019, even joking about that was stupid. Especially with a head coach who came from the Bill Belichick Patriot way. That was stupid. Endlessly stupid. But what I appreciate about the Dolphins, and I know that it hasn't paid off even close to where you'd like it to, but the Dolphins go for it. I just love the fact the Dolphins go for it. There's not going to be an offseason ever where you come out of it saying, hey, the Dolphins didn't try to make themselves better. They don't have disaster off-seasons. All they do, this is the biggest, most frustrating part with the Dolphins, is that they make you believe every off-season. They get the talent. They try and fill the hole that makes you believe, oh, my God, if they can stay healthy, then this is the team that could finally win the division. Get to the Bills. Before that, get to the Patriots. It's always the Dolphins. There's so much hype. And then they don't live up to the hype. But the hype is because the front office puts them in that position. I have no problems with the Dolphins' front office whatsoever. Name another front office in the AFC East that over the last couple of years has done a better job. And there's not one. Not even the Bills. Not even the Bills. Is Chris Greer an elite GM? The Dolphins' front office. The Dolphins' front office. Dolphins fans, are you happy with it? Because I am. I am. 
I am very content in what the Dolphins do. The issue has been the production on the field after the fact, which I think largely is out of the front office's control. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Dolphins fans, are you happy with the Dolphins front office? Are you happy with the Dolphins front office? Chris Greer, is he an elite GM? 888-760-3776. 888 888- 760-3776 and tweeted us at KLV 1063-888-760-3776. Let me tell you, while we are we're we're talking about mortgaging the future, if you're you're the Jets front office and you're giving up picks for Aaron Rodgers, potentially two first-round picks, mortgaging the future, looking ahead to the future. I mean, it's a risk. It is definitely a risk for the Jets, what they're doing. You know what's good for your future and is not a risk at all? The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. That is putting you in a position to succeed without question. This was started all the way back in the year 2000 by the late, great Dr. Jim Reardon. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program is how you get a job in sports. This is how you make the connections. This is how you learn about what it takes to succeed in the modern day sports industry where there's so many different variables and variations in which you can find your way in. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. Go ahead and sign up now for summer semester courses. You take them online in the fall semester. You can take them on campus or you can take them online. It's never too late to be in the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Say you have a career, you're unfulfilled, and you finally want to realize a dream of working in sports, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. When we come back... Speaking to the Jets, speaking to their head coach, he's the inspiration for a dog bleep Monday. It is back. Time to get some things off your chest. What was the most dog bleep thing you saw in sports this weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Dog bleep Monday. Thanks, Coach Sala. When we come back, he's Christian Cat, the Audible Assassin. I'm Ken Levicker at the ballpark at the Palm Beaches, and we're live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. I'm in the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. It is so good to be out here. There are a lot of things I look forward to, a lot of different times of year I look forward to, but just from a, a personal standpoint, I've got FAU in the NCAA tournament, and that's occurring while I get to broadcast live from spring training at the ballpark at the Palm Beaches. How do you not love that? <sighs> ballpark at the Palm Beaches. Again, ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. It is the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Ken LaVega live here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, Stone Labanowitz is on a darkness retreat. He's on a darkness retreat. Uh, I, I, I just thought that... He maybe wasn't thinking clearly. He's had a lot going on. He's been stretched thin. He started to, to seem to me last week 
he was cracking a bit. Um, I've had my fair share of, of some, some anxiety issues, some mental problems in the past, and I can always see when, when someone's starting to crack. And uh, I told Stone, let's go, uh, go take a, t- a couple of days, get yourself right, and he opted for a darkness retreat. Um, I didn't like that, that Stone was declaring himself a Jets fan with Aaron Rodgers, that trade apparently looming, uh, and, and Stone chose a darkness retreat, uh, retreat, just like Aaron Rodgers did. He is in a cave somewhere in northern Florida. He does have the ability to, uh, to communicate with us via email. So uh, Stone has sent in a communication from his, his cave dwelling in northern Florida. Ken, figured I'd reach back out. These giraffe oils are really hitting. In regards to Chris Greer, after picking up Jalen Ramsey, the Dolphins' Super Bowl odds have spiked tremendously from plus 3,000 to plus 3,000. <laughs> the current AFC East odds, Bills plus 120, Jets plus 225, Dolphins plus 360. We need to be realistic with ourselves. I am alongside Aaron Rodgers in my darkness retreat, and he tells me to stay tuned. The decision is coming. It's coming. We are coming. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I am now rubbing Aaron's feet, and boy, is he happy. P.S. Chris Greer is not elite. So, so far, not so good with uh, the desired effect of the darkness retreat for Stone Labanowitz. What I would say, too, Christian, is guess who had better odds? Guess who was the Vegas favorite Saturday night in the Conference USA Championship game? FAU or uh, UAB? The University of Alabama, Birmingham. That is correct. That is correct. And uh, FAU beat them by 22. So if you're going to rely on Vegas to tell you the proper story, uh, sorry, I am unwilling to accept that in my sports world. Uh, Stone Labanowitz uh, with his latest communication from his cave darkness retreat in uh, northern Florida. He loves to use Vegas to reaffirm his beliefs. Oh, for sure. I feel like, you know what, I'm one of the wise guys too. And see, look at these numbers. Look at them. See, I'm right. You are right. He does use that an awful lot. He thinks he's one of the wise guys. You are wise if you travel to the heat game tonight using the buzzer beater train on Brightline. Go Brightline.com, the free Brightline app. It is the yellow train. It is fast. It is stress-free. It is luxurious. It is air-conditioned. It has the free Wi-Fi. That's Brightline. Go Brightline.com, the free Brightline app. If you're headed to the heat game from West Palm Beach, and the West Palm Station. If you're headed to the Heat game from Boca Raton, their beautiful new station. If you're headed to the Heat game from Fort Lauderdale and that beautiful station, make sure you use Brightline. I don't go to a Heat game without using Brightline. Again, GoBrightline.com and the free Brightline app. GoBrightline.com and the free Brightline app. The buzzer beater train, what is beautiful about it is that you go now to Miami Central Station. It's a block and a half walk to see the Heat and then... Once the buzzer sounds, three, count them, three different trains. The buzzer beater trains will take you back home, whether it be Fort Lauderdale, Boca Raton, West Palm Beach. GoBrightline.com. Use the buzzer beater train to see the heat. GoBrightline.com and the free Brightline app. Every week, every Monday here on Ken LaVica Live, we find the ludicrous from the sports weekend, the stuff that you just shake your head over and say, what a bunch of crap. What an abject bunch of garbage. You know what? That thing I saw in sports this weekend, what a bunch of dog bleep. It is time now 
for a Dog Bleep Monday on Ken Levick Alive. And as always, bringing us in is the Honorable Jets head coach, Robert Sala. Um, yes, dog. Thank you, coach. My Dog Bleep Monday submission is what happened to Florida Atlantic being taken in the nine seed of the East region in the NCAA tournament. Florida Atlantic has been in first place in its league, Conference USA, all season long. Florida Atlantic finished with 31 wins on the year. That was second most in all of college basketball. Florida Atlantic won their conference tournament in Frisco, Texas, and for all that, FAU, who was in the NCAA's own sorting tool, the net, the net ranking, number 15 overall in the sport. FAU, a nine seed in the NCAA tournament. Who are they playing? Memphis, the American Athletic Conference tournament champions, but finished second in the regular season behind Houston. Memphis is the eight seed, playing the nine seed FAU. The RPI. For the conferences, the ranking this year, Florida Atlantic Conference USA, number nine. The American, number 10. The math's not adding up to me. How how are the regular season champions and the tournament champions in Conference USA, the ninth highest rated conference in the entire country, how are they, the nine seed, playing the eight seed? Better than FAU, eight seed Memphis, second place in a conference that ranked below Conference USA, the American. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Forget the fact for a moment that FAU should have been a six or a seven seed. They should have been a six or a seven seed. They're a nine seed playing a team that by every metric is not as good as them, who is the eight seed in Columbus Friday night. That is my dog bleep sports moment of the weekend. I hate that. It's all about the conference, man. Because I look at that. It goes by name recognition. Name recognition of conference. Because I say that because I'm a Penn State fan. And not to bring it all about me, but Penn State made the tournament for the first time in over a decade. They were given a 10 seed. Maybe the fifth, sixth best team in the Big Ten. But because they're in the Big Ten, they're kind of given that, okay, we can trust that. We can trust that. You gave Purdue a fight. You beat Indiana. You beat a couple of other reputable teams in the past month in the Big Ten. Quad one wins. We can trust that. And they don't trust FAU to put them one seat ahead of uh, Penn State to put it in terms that I can relate to as a fan, Mm -hmm. as what I am. Dog Bleep Monday. You know, it's Dog Bleep Monday, and it's just my Dog Bleep moment of the weekend happened on Monday. I'm okay. having a long weekend. Okay. Just about one hour ago, uh-huh. I give my little brother, who's uh-huh. visiting Palm Beach for the week, okay. my card to grab some food because they didn't have any change yet. I saw the exchange. Yeah. The audible assassin Christian Cat gave his 12-year-old brother his credit card. There was a physical exchange um, uh, allowing him to go get some food. It's it's a little warm here at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. There's a plethora of food options, so why not? Let the the little man explore a little bit and go taste the delectable delights throughout the ballpark. But what happened? He hangs a sharp right turn to about five feet away from where we are, Uh right into the team shop to get some souvenirs. There's no food in there. No! No! What did he get? He's got a hat and a baseball. <laughs> I have two baseballs in my cargo pants right now. Right now, because me and Ken are going to have a catch after the game. Oh, I have God, two no, baseballs. Oh, my God. 50 bucks down the drain, and he didn't even eat, so I had to give some more food. 
Wow. So so basically, basically, the Audible Assassin's little brother stole from him. Yeah. Stole from him at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. I love that. Uh, it, it, what was your what was your dog bleep sports moment of the weekend on this dog bleep Monday? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. What was your dog bleep moment of the weekend on this dog bleep Monday. Maddox tweets in North Carolina not wanting to participate in the NIT <laughs> uh, the NIT tournament because they feel like they're quote better than that tournament. North Carolina vaunted North Carolina did not get into the NCAA tournament this year. They were in the national championship game a year ago. They decided though that they're not going to be in the NIT. They're going to pack it in for the year. Um, Hubert Davis, the head coach of North Carolina, sent out the following statement. All season, our focus and goal have been on being the best team we can possibly become and reaching our full potential to give us another opportunity to compete, play for, and win an NCAA championship. Although we no longer have that opportunity and the season wasn't what we had hoped for, I want to thank our players and staff for their hard work and love for Carolina basketball. Many factors go into postseason playing. We believe now is the time to focus on moving ahead, preparing for next season, and the opportunity to again compete for ACC and NCAA championships. I also want to thank our great fans for their incredible support our commitment to you is what drives us to improve our program in every way end quote hubert davis what a bunch of words that are actually complete nonsense complete nonsense and i can see where a team like north carolina the nit is a consolation that doesn't seem all that appealing but he's not telling the public the truth. North Carolina is not skipping the NIT because, uh, as he put it, it's, quote, time to focus on moving ahead, preparing for next season, and the opportunity to again compete for the ACC and NCAA championships. What's happening there, and trust me, I can tell you this as someone who has been a part of frustrating college basketball seasons that seem to last forever. It goes from November, uh, you start camp in October, all the way through March, and when things aren't going well, those road trips get real long. The coaches are sick of the players, and the players are sick of the coaches, and they don't want to be around one another anymore. The coaches don't feel like coaching the players. The players don't feel like getting coached by the by the coaches anymore. And that's why North Carolina has opted out of the NIT, because everybody wants to get away from one another. I can promise you, I can promise you that that's what happened over laser focus preparation for next season. They don't want to be around one another anymore. I haven't done the due diligence at looking at the NIT bracket quite yet, but I can tell you they want to avoid being Kentucky in 2013. Now, let me take you back to 2013. Ten years ago, it was Robert Morris University, uh -huh. eight seed, versus Kentucky, the one seed. But because of scheduling conflicts, you know, Kentucky didn't expect to be hosting a tournament game this late. They expect it to be, you know, in the neutral sites in the actual NCAA tournament, but that's how that works. So Rupp Arena was booked up. Exactly. So they went to Moon Township, Pennsylvania, <laughs> and they lost in the first round, 59-57. Robert Morris University was victorious, and they stormed the court the most embarrassing day to be a Kentucky basketball fan ever bar none, and UNC's trying to avoid that. What do they have to gain, right? You know, reputation-wise, UNC. But go play some ball, man. Fours. You're North yeah. Carolina. Go, say, go, go play some ball. 
Go play right. some ball. Sorry, you're the reason you're in the NIT, not the other way around. Uh, you, you weren't going to make the NCAA tournament. I think it's actually a bad look on North Carolina not to play in the NIT. It's a slap in the face to college basketball, the sport as a whole. Who are you, North Carolina? Sorry. Uh, go, go play. Go play. But but Hubert Davis is not being forthright. He's yeah. not being truthful with you. There's no focusing on next year. The only focus on next year is, man, how many of these players do we want to try and jettison out of the program because we can't stand one another anymore? I promise you that's what happened. Hey, NIT is the oldest tournament, right? I feel like they always got to bring that up that the NIT was there before the NCAA tournament. And for a lot of schools, the NIT is a big deal. For as a Penn State fan, who won the NIT in 2018? That was a massive deal. That was awesome. But they um, – exactly. Go play ball. It's, but they don't want to do Just that. go play. Yeah. Go play. What is your dog bleep moment of the weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Let's go to social media at KLV1063. Finhead tweets, if you're a Patriots fan, your dog bleep moment of the weekend is watching the third-round pick you sent to Miami for Devontae Parker get turned around and used for Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, that's not a good feeling. That is not. Think about that. The the third round pick that the Patriots gave the Dolphins for Jalen Ramsey, or for for Devontae Parker, is what the Dolphins used to go get Jalen Ramsey. What has Devontae Parker done in a Patriots uniform? Uh, he caught a couple of touchdowns, and that's about it. Yeah, that is one about hand. Yeah. One hand, you can count them. That is just about it. Uh, the finisher tweets, canceling my damn tea time. Well, first off, finisher, I'm very sorry you had to cancel your tea time. I don't know what happened there. What I do know is that if you don't get a tea time in the morning, uh, I see no reason to go out and play golf right now. Ooh, it's hot. I, I don't. What is happening? How is March this hot? This isn't normal. Stone and I were talking about this last week, and I think it's part of the reason Stone the Banowitz opted to get himself mentally right to go deep into that cave in northern Florida for a darkness retreat because it's nice and cool and damp in there. Because on the surface, I mean, here in south Florida, we had the 90s multiple times last week. We were setting records last week. The humidity is back. I'm used to it being hot down here. Um, uh, all times a year, but this is ridiculous. If it feels like this now in mid-March, what the hell is June going to feel like? This is insane. You better have EDS on speed dial because if you break your AC, you, you, you can't stay in your apartment. You cannot stay in your house. You have to go to a hotel immediately. Oh, man, I'm glad you mentioned that because EDS is, yes, EDS air conditioning. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. That AC, it's got to be hitting. And if you think it's sputtering, if you think it has problems, you've got to act and act fast. I actually, this is a true story. Um, as I was driving from, uh, from Ruston, Louisiana, to get to Dallas on my 14-day college basketball retreat, uh, a friend called me who lives in Boynton, and she's like, Oh, yeah, so the last couple of months, my air conditioning had been making this noise. But, you know, it wasn't anything that was overwhelming, and the AC was working, didn't think much of it. She went out of town for a couple of days. Her roommate um, was, was there, and she came back and noticed the AC wasn't working, and there was this terrible loud noise coming from, uh, from, from her vents. And she asked the roommate, what, what happened? What is that? And he was like, oh, it, uh, it started that on, on Saturday. And I figured, eh, no big deal. The house was super hot. And sure enough, the AC unit was fried. Mm. Fried. Now, this is a problem from her because 
She knew there was a noise. It wasn't bad, but you got to pay attention to that stuff. And then the roommate, when you, when you hear the loud noise coming from the vents and the house is super hot, how do you not call the other roommate? Be like, hey, something, something's the matter here. Maybe we should act on this. That's the stuff I'm talking about. Do not mess around with this because as hot as it is, they're still trying to get their AC fixed in Boynton. And I told her, EDS, man. EDS is yes. EDS is a train comfort specialist. Hard to stop a train. They've been doing it since 2006. They work their appointment schedules around you. What is keeping you from going to edsairconditioning.com and getting your appointment schedule now? EDS is yes. EDS air conditioning. Repair or replace right now. If your AC is faltering, sputtering, make the decision. You're repairing it or you're replacing it. And the person, the company to help you with that is EDS air conditioning. EDS is yes. edsairconditioning.com. edsairconditioning.com. EDS is yes. More of a dog bleep Monday when we come back. What is your biggest dog bleep sports moment of the weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. My dog bleep Monday submission. FAU is a nine seed. Should have been a seven in the NCAA tournament. And uh, for for the, the, the audible assassin Christian Cat. His brother basically stole money for him, from him to buy concession, not even concession no, items. Souvenirs. That was the plan. Souvenirs here at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches uh, as we watch the Nationals and Astros during spring training. What was the dog bleep sports moment of the weekend for you? 888-760-3776. He is the Honorable Assassin Christian Cat. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. That drives me absolutely insane, okay? We're out here at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. We're in the third inning, Astros and Nationals, 3-1, Astros on top. Um, just because I'm doing a sports talk radio show doesn't mean that, and there are some sports talk radio show hosts who can do this. Evan Cohen can do this. Where you you ask them, oh, what number or, or or who's number two on the Astros or who's number ten on the Nationals? I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. I I'm I'm not an Astros fan. I don't cover the Astros. I don't call their games. I don't know. Just because I have a headset on, I'm doing a sports talk radio show. Doesn't mean that I'm gonna trivial pursuit you. In sports number knowledge, we just got, we, we had a, a woman with a couple of her friends come up and she goes, hey, real quick, who's number two on the Astros? I thought she was trying to, I thought she was, she was genuinely asking. Yeah, I thought it was a question. I thought she was genuinely asking because maybe she just doesn't know the team all that well. She had an Astros jersey on and I said, I, off the top of my head, I don't know. And her friend goes, oh, come on. Oh, come on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. You tell me if it means that much for you. Who number two of the Astros is? I don't give a bleep. And, of course, Christian, the audible assassin, he he was, oh, uh, uh, Alex Bregman, Alex Bregman. And she's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm a White Sox fan. I don't care. I cheated, too. It was on the scoreboard behind them. So really? I, yeah, I didn't know it off the top of the dome. That feels like the same person who's like, oh, Oh, you like Iron Maiden? You're wearing the Iron Man- Maiden T-shirt. Name their top five albums. The person who right. immediately goes right. like that back and forth. Don't. If you ever see me out in public, don't give me the who's number twelve on this team because a, 
I probably don't know. And B, I don't care. I don't care. Okay? I don't care. No. You want that? Google it. <laughs> Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Uh, breaking news, by the way. Uh, breaking news presented by St. Lucie uh, Battery and Tire. It looks like, according to the NFL Network, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be a Las Vegas Raider. The Raiders and Jimmy Garoppolo are on the verge of coming to terms on an agreement that's going to bring him to Vegas. Jimmy Garoppolo, this is from Mike Garofalo on Twitter, NFL Network. The Raiders are closing in on a deal with quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo, sources say. After six seasons and a Super Bowl appearance with the 49ers, Jimmy G on his way to Vegas, the site of this season's Super Bowl, to reunite with Josh McDaniels. I don't know if there's anything overly inspiring about that. That that I was when you said breaking news, I heard Jimmy G. I was ready to get excited and think about things, and that gave me a whole lot of nothing. That gave me uh, Derek Carr, but instead of a Bible, it's porn stars. Like I, there's uh, no, like, see that is funny though. You yeah. go from one end of the spectrum to the yeah, other. A guy it. who is constantly uh, preaching in Derek Carr to. A guy who's getting it in with porn stars. And as I've said on this show, there is, there is not a single thing more difficult, more validating, I think, as a man than to bag a porn star. You don't understand how difficult that is. <laughs> you, you don't understand how difficult that is to bag a porn star because their standards are so high. They are so high. They're not just going to do that with anybody. Dating yeah. a porn star, Jimmy G, that might be his most impressive adult accomplishment. Not going to the Super Bowl, but dating porn stars. It's like, usually porn stars are probably catch and release, right? Catch and release because either you're not up to it or you're not into them because things might right. happen. And let me, let me tell to you this, too. If you aren't into the porn star, you're not better than them. Trust me. No. All right, stop judging. You're not better than them. The porn star is always going to be one with the advantage there because her standards are going to be unbelievably high. And Jimmy G is able to meet those standards, and he's done it multiple times. That, my friend, I tip my cap to you. I almost think they look for no expectations in the sack. They want someone with a personality, you know? Because they, they get their... Their cravings and that. I think that I don't, I don't think know. the passion needs to be there. No, I think that if really? they're able to have passion with somebody after all of the work they do in their pro career, if they're able to have passion for that person, that's the ultimate sign of respect, the ultimate sign of, oh, this guy has some substance. So a dude who's, like, funny and, like. And can get it in. See, that's, that's what I'm saying. Jimmy Garoppolo is in a, in a rare part of the population, apparently. And he's just absolutely gorgeous. And a, Apparently, during this topic, every single person under the oh age of eight years old walked I, past while, while we're talking about while this. While we've been talking about this, I swear yeah. to God, it's like there was a field trip of fourth graders that <laughs> rolled through here. Um, 
Uh, the Raiders, by the way, according to Adam Schefter, giving Garoppolo three years, $67.5 million. $34 million guaranteed for Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, it doesn't do anything for me. That, no. that team just feels exactly the same, if not a little bit worse, when you go from Carr to Garoppolo. And the division's still insanely difficult. It, it just feels entirely uninspiring. Just entirely uninspiring. Uh, all right. That's a wrap for us. Uh, the Audible Assassin, Christian Cat. Theo Dorsey's back tomorrow. Stone Lebanowitz, he will communicate with us from his cave. We'll talk to you then. Bye-bye.